0: Hello, welcome back, and thank you so much for chiming in. Like always, I truly appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule just to give me a listen. And today I would like to talk about Wendy Williams and some other things that I have on my mind. Okay, you ready? Let's go. Okay, so I watched Wendy's documentary, and I would say it was heartbreaking, seriously. I watched her documentary on Philo and... It, it just hurt me really bad. I really, truly enjoy watching Wendy Williams' show and her gossip and everything she had to say. And most definitely, I loved hot topics, you know. And I went back and watched a hot mess. And I'm just trying to connect together myself because she had a problem with her weight as a child. Her mother put her on a diet at six. You know, and she was saying how she took money and got ice cream and other things to eat, and how her father told her that her face was pretty, you know she needs to be smaller, and then you know she's speaking on her drug habits and how she was smaller and how she had surgery to have this perfect body and On her documentary, she said, I have a a thigh gap, you know, I always wanted a thigh gap. And it's like, she's still concerned about this weight. But the way she act, you know, to myself, not a doctor at all. It's like she has some buried secrets that she's never brought to the forefront of her frontal. You know, I don't know if she don't want to talk about like physical abuse made from her husband uh, some things she dealt with in her childhood, because parents putting you on a diet at six years of age, calling you fat, most definitely would not be the nicest thing to do to anyone. You know, I think that she has some secrets that she buried within herself and is causing these different mental laps. Because I personally feel like uh, being someone that's been abused, that you can't hold on to people's secrets. You know, and that's what I was doing. I was holding on to people' secrets myself. And I told myself, I said, no way. I'm not going to hold on to these secrets. I'm letting these secrets out. And I don't care who heard them. I don't care who judged me afterwards. You judge every day, you know. And I was like, I'm just tired of holding in all these secrets. I'm tired of feeling like I'm a piece of crap because I was told I was a piece of crap. You know, I, you told you a piece of crap, but you don't feel like you're a piece of crap. So... I started thinking like why did you say I was a piece of crap or why did your daughter lie and say I'm not helping you and that was to my mother because I stayed up overnight with my kids helping clean up her house she had knee surgery my oldest sibling went to Facebook and said that no one helps but her and not only did I buy groceries in the morning put them inside her refrigerator you know just we just really cleaning up and I was like uh I just got used to her lying and making up things, and I never knew why. You know, I just thought she had, like, a little brain lapser. So I just let her slide, and I was like, why? You know, because it really was hurting me. It was really hurting me, and I wasn't protecting myself. And that's what I have to do, and life is protect myself. You know, my mother said, well, I know the things that you do, but you never tell anybody. You know, she always wanted my older sibling to appear to be something that she isn't. I'm a, the sibling that's done multiple entrepreneurship jobs, you know. So it's like she'll go tell her daughter, you know, do things because people are going to say that she's doing this and she's doing that. It's like, make sure you catch up with her. And it's been like that my entire life. And it's just was something I laughed at, but it's really not funny. You know, it's really not. I just always picked up different habits and knew how to do different things because I was always by myself. And people did not know that. I did not want people to know that either. And it was just a lot of things about my upbringing, my adulthood, dealing with my family. I was completely embarrassed of. They would just lie and make up whatever. And they always wanted to come off if, if though they were a victim of something that never happened. So, I chose myself, and I'm not speaking to them any longer. I'm just really tired of my voice being silent. You know, like, if you speak to someone and, like, hey, you was abused as a child, severely, out of your siblings. As an adult, I expected things to change and things to go a different way. I thought, like, you know, eventually they would know that I'm a family member Maybe we have a love and caring relationship. And it was just like, no, it did not happen at all. I'm called names, man, whores, or they'll tell me they're going to sleep with people I dated and, you know, and it's just like, wow, like why are they like this, you know, and it was something that was hilarious to them. And I looked at it as something that was very sad and strange and deranged. And not only do I have a sibling that talk about all family members and she talk about their grandkids also. So when I see them speaking to her, I'm like, Wow, well, I guess you don't know how bad she talk about you for real. But it's like that's not my place, you know, to allow people to know certain things, you know, they have to figure them out on their own. But to look at me or judge me or not speak to me. You know I'm a person that come from a lot of pain and struggle with self identity because being a girl that had to sit in the closet, didn't have a bed being called dog girl it was a lot of self learning self growth I had to do for myself because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like I'm not anyone you know at a certain age of course, I want to date, but how do I go into relationships when I don't feel like I'm enough for anybody already, you know, it was just something very hard for me to deal with. So I started to ask questions of why did you choose to abuse me? You know, and it was anger, people upset, they distanced themselves from me, like I was the problem because I asked questions like I really just wanted to know, you know. One, no, because one day I could be able to help someone with my testimony because I've always thought that the individuals would change. Never did they change, nor do they care to change. They're content with who they are. They're content with what they do. They're content with the lies they make up. They're content with the manipulation. They're content with the projecting, the gaslighting. They're content, period. That's it. You know, if I do anything, it's nothing. And I'm okay with that because I'm not living my life to prove who I am to them. I just want to know why did you choose to abuse me and not your other children? Like, were they special or you just thought that I would be someone to be quiet forever? Was I an easy target? You know, I just want to know the whys. Why do you go around and study the Bible and like you're a holy person? Do you tell them that you curse me out and call me man's? or lie and make up stories about me, because that seems very ungodly to me, but back to Wendy Williams, um, I feel like she did the same thing in a way, you know, held in too many secrets and it starts to make her sick because I don't feel like a person is supposed to hold on to so much negativity, you know, things that's harmed them in her past or their upbringing, you have to find a way to let it out and let it go. You know, so she suffered from alcoholism. And a lot of things stem from certain things that's happened in your life. You know, bad relationships, you know. The fact that she talked about so many people. You know, there's a lot of things that could have caused what she's going through. But I feel like her family is what she needs. She needs her family, you know. I feel like she was at her healthiest when she was with her son. Her son is a young adult, and he should be able to help her, you know? I feel like guardianship should go back to her son. I know they said the courts um, believe someone was being loose with the money. And I know that they said the son's rent in Miami was 80000 He was spending 100000 on Uber Eats. Like, what was he eating? But then again, I think like, you know, his mother's Wendy Williams. So he would have grew up with a lot of money. So his spending habits would be differently. And that's her only child. And she wanted him so bad. So I feel like she would have gave him the world and whatever it is that he wanted. Because she loved her son so much. I don't feel like her son was really taking anything from her. Because I feel like Wendy would give her a son any and everything that he's ever desired. I feel like that's the kind of mother she is. I feel like she truly loved her son. My thing is is with the ex-husband, you know, even though he was younger than her, they met when he was 22 and she was 29 and they just hit it off. I feel like he did help her career and that's why she felt like in a way she owed him, you know, but by him having his own home to smoke and drink at, I felt like as a woman that she knew that he would eventually cheat. Like this house is in Miami and you're in New York. You know, why does he need a house to go smoke and hang out? You don't need a whole house for that. You know, he can go in the backyard for that. And she said she ain't one around her, not in a different state, you know? Come on now. And then she said she ain't care about the affair. She he just couldn't bring a baby home and That's what he did, but he moved his woman so close in proximity of her, which was very hurtful, very hurtful, very disgusting. I just did not understand, like, why did he have to be that nasty? But I don't know their true relationship either. You know, she said she could see the woman's house from out her window, you know? She had hired a private detective, and they have pictures together on the beach, and It seemed like he was very open with the relationship with his other woman. So it's like he didn't care. It's like he wanted to be caught. But then she also said on the show when she had passed out that he had came down and picked her up. And she just thought like, hey, you know, he still care about me. So, you know, it was like false hope. You know, I just feel like he's a nasty person. And I just wish she would have seen it to begin with. But when they were throwing the parties together and he was putting her name out there, you know, when they make the flyers with Biggie Smalls and Jay-Z and Foxy Brown, Wendy Williams faces on the flyer also. So he was putting his woman out there to become who she is. And I felt like he felt that she owed him, you know, and then when, um, one of the people that's been interviewed, that's a friend of Wendy's and her husband. He said that you could hear them arguing, you know, things slamming around, but he'd never seen anyone had been bashed in. So Wendy Williams' husband was no longer allowed in the building. I feel like there was physical abuse. She said that her shoulder, her arm was broken. And she said her shoulder um, is because she fell. You know, it sounds very abusive to me. And a lot of people, and it seems like that's what Wendy Williams was doing, you know, are ashamed. you know, especially when they have this certain kind of stature to themselves, like, I'm a strong, independent woman. And Wendy Williams most definitely is a boss. She made it over so many hurdles in life, you know. And she would see that as something, as a weakness, You know, she wouldn't want to say to me that a man had physically abused her because she also had said that she started doing coke for one of her jobs that she had to work from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. It's like, I can do this. So I'm going to do coke to stay up, you know, which is a wow ideal, you know, to come up with. But that's what she did. It just seemed like she was really a go getter and was going to do anything to make her name known because all the stuff she already previously been through. She said, still now, you know, I'll show them. When she was a kid, you know, everybody calling her fat. You know, she's supposed to broke a chair playing musical chairs. Just been a big girl. But there's a lot of big girls in the world. You know, having eating disorder is something that's extremely serious. She said her brother caught her because she used to throw up her food. So she's been having an eating disorder. And that would have to be heavy on someone. You know, because she also could have had body dys- dysmorphia. So now that she's super thin, she probably don't know how thin she is because she suffered for so long with this body image that people put in her head. It's been negative. Because a lot of times, if you're a chunky kid, a lot of people do lose the weight growing up, but some people do not. You know, that don't mean that you force your six year old to go on a diet. I mean, it's crazy, but it's life, you know, and a lot of people go through a lot of things and people always think that having money is going to change something. A lot of times it doesn't, you know, a lot of times money just buy you items, items that a lot of people do need and such as houses and things like that. But it's like you have a $50,000, $100,000 car, $250,000 car. What are you gonna do with that? How long are you gonna use the vehicle? You know? Clothes and purses. Purses go out of season so fast. And the colors also. If you know that purses do go out of season. You can't carry them forever. So it's like you always want what's the hottest, what's new. You know, material things. What about mental things? Things are gonna help you in the long run. A lot of people This kind of play, like those things do not exist or they're not necessary any longer. And sometimes I want to chime in about this men. Why? It's just me. So it's like, it seems like so many women are so wrapped around this ideal of man leadership from working out. I need a, a man personal trainer. Why do you need a male personal trainer? Are you trying to be shaped like a man? Or are you like a man that's better than a woman personal trainer? You know. I need someone to uh, be my nutritionist. You know. Why does it have to be a man? You know. Whenever there's talks or awards given out. Just men. Men. Always a man. You know. This man is a pillar of the community. This man is. Where is the women at? Where are the women? Or is it just me? Like I feel like women and men should be on a level more so equal in today's society because that's what we're showing. Women can do the same thing as men, not saying that women are men, but things like personal trainers and nutritionists, you know? Why do I see so many male trainers? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Because I feel like um, women could be bodybuilders and trainers also. So I feel like it should be something that's equal and not people are always thinking that they need a man to do everything to even train them on how to be physically fit. I don't feel like that's true. And I don't understand when men are put on pedestals that were ex-felons that changed their life around. Like, um, I come from a very bad sketchy background due to my drug addicted abusive parents but i never went i was like i'm gonna rob somebody today you know <laughs> where's my pedestal at it's crazy how society works sometimes and how people are entertained or listen to people that's like very questionable people and then we find out later later like oh that person was a pedophile oh that per- person's a rapist it's like oh wow but well, I thought you just said this person was a great person, a pillar of the community. Some people just put people on pedestals that don't need them, you know? And then act like they're so shocked in the end. Oh, they did have a little look in the eye. Everybody want to play like a picture is realistic, you know? And maybe I'm just one of those odd people that just see a picture for the beauty in it. Not that that person has a fabulous life or they're doing so great and they're a good person. I see a picture as a picture. as what it is. I don't don't see a picture and someone say, they're having a great life because they went here. You see the waterfall? A picture mean that their life is great? The food they post mean that they're having a great life? I don't think so, you know? Let's be adults, you know? We have another generation coming up under us. Let's teach them common sense, because common sense isn't all that common any longer. And a lot of us lacking common sense. We're saying so much. We're saying so much. I could say for myself, I have thousands of TV apps. You know, Hulu, Philo, Netflix, Apple TV Prime. I have <laughs> HBO. You know, I have all these different shows so I can feed myself so many different things that I want to feed myself but what do I watch I watch international house hunting house hunting animal shows (laughs) that's me documentaries I want to know what's real I want to know something that's real different eateries in different countries how being a, a tourist is hurting different countries People from America are going to different countries and destroying the beaches, littering everywhere. People are not allowed to spend money with the community besides the ones that they set up to where tourists could only shop at. It's hurting them. People are going to these different countries and for a photo op. You know, like, look, I took a picture with this kid. The most foster care systems are in, like, India, Asia, Africa. And people are just picking up the kids like they're just handbags. They're beating elephants. Training them within days. So people can get elephant rides. You know? People still need to start looking at what they're doing. Or at least start caring. Because we're we're hurting, hurting animals. We're hurting different communities just to take a picture or just say, hey, I was here. I seen people running across the pyramids, spray painting artifacts in Greece, you know, like, hey, look what I did for a TikTok. You know, people need to start focusing on other things. And the more the world is putting out here. Okay, we need to be up with this new trend. We need to watch this. We need to do this. We need to do that. We have to be mindful for ourselves. You know, make sure we're learning and absorbing good also. No one out here is perfect. We're going to see some things we don't supposed to see. We're going to do things we don't supposed to do. But the thing is, be mindful of other people at all times or try to be. And until then, you guys, thank you so much for chiming in. I'm going to stick with it again. Thank you guys.